grab your big book, your pen, your highlighter, and notepad and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous through the experience, strength, and hope of Nikki M. To have a question addressed in a future episode of Noodle It Out with Nikki, please send an email to noodlewithnikki at gmail.com and Nikki is spelled with two Ks. To get a more interactive experience with Nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. God morning, God afternoon, and God evening to all. My name is Justin B., and I am a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a qualifying addict of multiple fellowships living in the miracle of recovery, and I am here with the intelligent agent, spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation, and my co-host, Nikki M. Nikki, please take a minute and introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm exactly what Justin said I am, and, and I'm just so grateful to be here. I'm Nikki M. I'm a grateful member of many fellowships, probably too many to be listed here in this moment. And I've turned my will and my life over to God, and I'm just here to share the undiluted message of how I got recovered. And what it says really is how I formed a relationship with God. So I think that's what we're going to do here today. Thank you, Nikki. Yes, absolutely. What we're going to do here is we're going to dive into the big book. This this project, as as will be uh, noodled out, as we call it, noodle it out with Nikki. We're going to be diving into the big book and finding solutions as directed in the big book to everyday problems, whether it's in addiction, whether it's in recovery, whether it's in life. Life is is what we're addressing here. So let's jump into this, Nikki. Um, why don't you tell us just a little bit about what Noodle It Out with Nikki is to you, and then we'll jump into a couple of questions. Great. So what Noodle It Is, it's a meeting. Basically, it was started because I have too many sponsees, and I'd get so many calls and so many messages, especially on you know WhatsApp. I'm We're worldwide, and um, meaning we're this whole fellowship, this whole way of living is worldwide. So you're going to meet uh, people in sinking ships everywhere, especially on Zoom. And so what happened is it was too much. And every hour on the hour, especially because I had lost my job in COVID. And so I was, I don't have really a, uh, what would you would say, quote unquote, normal job. And so I was sponsoring, you know, it says on page 19, a few of us are so fortunate to make a full-time, you know, uh, full-time volition out of this. And um, what does it say? Yeah, it says a few of us, are fortunate enough to be so situated that they can get, give nearly all their time to the work. And my line out says, that's me doing God's work full time. So um, um, I'm at vocation out of this. And, and it says up there, none of us make a sole vocation of this work. And I do have a little part-time job. But what happened is long story short, Justin, I started so much that I had to find one place for everyone to come in and give your questions and concerns at one time. It's basically like a group meeting for all my sponsees. And then it turned into something which you know is Noodle. And how did it become Noodle? Well, I had a sponsor and he would say, come over and, and we'll noodle it out, Nikki. And so it would like mull it over. We'll, we'll, we'll just noodle this out, see what we think. Because he often said to me, it takes two to see one. So two, because I can't differentiate the truth from the false. I'm driven by 400 forms of madness. So I need someone else to help me push their clear perception 
I have a, de- a disease of perception on me. So that's what we do here. It'll come out every week. And so then, of course, it started my sponsees, grand sponsees. And then it's all these people that I don't even know. And sometimes I feel bad for the newcomer because they're, oh, I'm going to a 12-step meeting. Well, this is a little unconventional. We don't even, it's a service meeting. It's a God meeting. And it's just, if you have your big book, what does the book say? Love it. And I love that uh, the, the service that you offer and noodle it out with Nikki. And what we're doing here is we're boiling that down just a little bit where it's just you and I, and we're asking, we're, t- we're deep diving into a couple of questions that either come from uh, our audience, come from our own experience in, in our own walk, or just come from, from um, watching others that we work with. And today is our first um noodle it out with Nikki in a podcast format where you and I have this conversation and I'm really excited about it. And God stepped into this, as you said, right before we started recording here, Nikki, God stepped in and provided some questions for us today. I mean, I had a couple in mind, but having somebody reach out to you and saying, Hey, I've got some questions that I'd love to have addressed. So let's jump into to one of those questions here and dive into the big book, Nikki, with your, um, as you speak, the big book. So the first question that came in is how do I incorporate fun, joy, and humor into this recovery lifestyle that can seem so heavy? What what does the book say, Nikki? Okay, well, number one, you know, how to incorporate joy is that the book very much says when we make our third step decision, this is page 63. Everyone, if you be please, when you come to this podcast with Justin and myself have your big book out. We speak big book. We, you know, it's our, we're programmed. That's what it asks us. It's a program. So we do that. And if you're here and you're like, I don't have an addiction. Well, if you're like me, just thinking my thoughts and Justin knows what I speak of, we can, you know, um, inject the way an intravenous drug user injects uh, drugs. We inject fear, worry, you know, those kind of things. So page 63 says, when we sincerely so how do you have fun and joy? You have to take a sincere position, which means wholeheartedly. And that's every day you have to do that. Really, it's a 12-step process in order to take that, you know, to incorporate fun and joy. So what does that look like? You take a sincere position, page 63. And then it says, I think it's on, I, I'm flipping through here because I know we're on time. You know, it says on page 15, My wife and I abandon ourselves. And if I'm working with people, I like to cross out, you know, I don't have a wife. Um, I like to put my sponsor, my sponsee and I abandon ourselves with enthusiasm. See, there's another key word, enthusiasm. So what does that look like in order to find joy and humor? Well, I have to really get into the now, page 59. See, if I drift off, page 86 into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, I'll diminish my usefulness. And I'm not going to have any joy or fun if I'm drifting off. That's an instruction on page 86. I can't drift off or I diminish my usefulness to myself and others. So I got to get real present in the now. That's how I do it. So I, I get up, I take a sincere, wholehearted, enthusiastic position to what? page 77, serve God's people, isn't it? And then if you get, and if you want to get real radical like me, on page 119 of our big book, it says, you know, we pause and count our blessings. 
So I just, I'm not even agitated or, or have a resentful thought. I just start obsessing about my blessings. I'd like to ask this person, what's your first thought when you wake up in the morning? If you're here long enough, and I ask this to a lot, ask this to a lot of people, what's your first thought? Thank you, God. So you're already, you're already joyous because you, you're already joyous. See, this is a mindset. It's a mindset. It's like, I get to not, you know, why did this happen? It's more like, thank you, God. This is a real, you know, there's other books and it says, see, religious people are right. A lot of these books say you enter the house with praise and thanksgiving. And that's in most, you know, religions, Justin, you know that. So it's like, um, I have to wake up every day thanking God. And if you, if I've worked with you or you work with any of my sponsors or you're, you know, in, 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 in my, I like to say spiritual family, you will know that I practice four obsessions because I have an obsessive mind. Isn't that what our, our book says? So I obsess about gratitude and that right there will incorporate fun, joy, humor. And you want to know on page 132, what it says here. And let's go here real quick person who asked that question. It's like, it says that we absolutely, this is uh, halfway down. You know, I could, I, I'll just start at the beginning of the paragraph. It says, we have been speaking to you of serious, sometimes tragic things. And that's a big yes, if you're in addiction. And it says, we've been dealing with alcohol, drugs, sex, love, obsessive thinking, control. You name it, we've got it in its worst aspects. We're here because we're at the worst aspect of this disease. We're not, we're not, we're, we're in the grips of a progressive. We're not like when we could take one or two, we can't stop. That's why it's in the worst aspect. And here it is. See, I must believe the big book. Here's another thing. If you want to incorporate fun and joy, you've got to believe the big book. And it says, we are not a glum lot. I'm not a glum lot. You know, it's like, it's like, um, if newcomers could see no joy or fun in my existence, they won't want it. It's a mindset. I absolutely, Nikki, we, Justin, that's me and Justin, we insist on enjoying life. We, and I crossed out try because if you know me, Justin knows me, I'm a student of Yoda. Do or do not, there is no try. So I do not indulge and, and that's a big lie. You guys know I mess up on that all the time. I sometimes still do indulge in the cynicism over the state of the nations. And that blocks me from my joy when I do that. That's an exact instruction that stops Nikki M dead in her tracks from mm. enjoying life when I indulge in the cynicism. You know what I mean, Justin. Yeah. So, so you know, you talked about, uh, you talked about the, um, we deal with heavy things in the rooms. None of us have soared into the rooms on wings of eagles. You know, we come stumbling through the door, crawling through the door, flat on our face. Um, and if I walk into a room where everybody's like talking problem rather than solution and, and talking mess instead of message, it brings me down. And, and I love that um, in so many rooms that I enter into that I can find that light from others and, and, or reflect the light if, if somebody's struggling. So tell me a little bit about 
how how important that is for you when you go into a room of recovery to to find that there's people actually living life and enjoying life even though when they came into the rooms they just fell on their faces well when i first came into the room i was a blubbering i mean i can't even tell you i was what it says the desperation of a drowning woman I remember it was a smaller meeting and they passed the steps for me to read it. I mean, I couldn't see straight. I couldn't walk. I was snot was coming out of my nose. That was hysterical. And, you know, they just kept, they, you know, they didn't coddle me. They just said, come back. And they offered the support, but they were laughing. And I was like, what is going on here? Don't you see I'm dying? What about me? You know, you know that. What about me? Cause I'm, the book says I'm driven by a hundred forms of self-pity. So, you know, now I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a bright spot in people's day because I am happy, joyous, and free. So when the newcomer comes in and we're supposed to look for these people who just come in and are dying, we make the approach, you know, we make the approach, you guys, to the newcomers, to the new friends. Some days I'm not coming in here like a glum lot. And what happens? Someone's Nikki, you okay. But what I said this morning on Noodle, I love that we're, this is our first Noodle podcast and we're recording it right after Noodle. So I'm high on what we call here, God dope, which is a spiritual principle, God dope, which is just so high on love, forgiveness, you know, acceptance, being responsible, these principles. And, um, oh, freak, what was I going to say about that? Something I said on Noodle. Anyway, I forgot the thought now. I gotta, I've got to remember these things. That's the thing about live things. You can't go back, but look, I just, I want to say that, you know, I am the bright spot and I've got to wake up every day knowing that I am what Justin introduced me as the intelligent agent spearhead of God's ever advancing creation. We must remember these things. Love it. Thank you so much, Nikki. Um, you know, we just talked about the, the person coming into the room and seeing the trying to find the hope of fun, joy, and humor in this lifestyle and becoming in the rooms, becoming transformed so that we do have that in our lives. And and I know that you see it this way and I see it this way. When I'm bringing a newcomer through the program, my hope is that they embrace it and become a a light in the rooms and and, and give back and sponsor. And that's where I want to go with this next question. You know, the, the next question that came in was, how can I be a more effective and loving sponsor? You know, if my goal or what my sponsor's goal for me is, hey, give back when you receive this, um, how can one be an effective and loving sponsor to newcomers that are coming in dying? Okay, well, here it is. And I remember the thought I forgot. And this is how you can be an effective sponsor because you're walking up to someone and how are you? This was a thought I was, I was, I, that left me when I was staying on Noodle. It's, how are you? I'm powerful. See, because I've tapped a source of power much greater than myself. And I think that's on, oh, okay, here it is. It's on page 163. I'm pretty sure it is. You, oh yeah, here it is, page 163. You forget you have just tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. So that leads you back into the question you just asked me. How can I be the most effective, loving? How about we put powerful? We work for a powerful God. Why can't we be a powerful sponsor? And it's not, I'm powerful. God gave me the power. And if you get honest with yourself, 
You know that we found this power deep down inside of us, page 55 of our big book. We found it deep down inside this power. So we're powerful because it's in us. So on page 163, it says, you know, you know, that to that sponsor who asked me, how can you be the most effective loving sponsor? Well, I know what you're thinking. You're saying to yourself, I'm jittery. I'm alone, Nikki. I can't do that. I can't sponsor like you can. I can't be as loving and tolerant and, and as, you know, how you sponsor. And I'm going to say, but yes, you can. See, it says you forget. So if you forget, what do you need to do, person who's asking this question? You must remember that you have, have just now, this moment, because we got to stay in the moment. Remember, we talked about that just a moment ago. You've tapped a source of power much greater than yourself to duplicate this loving, honest process that I just did, that we just did together, that God, with the power of God, allowing me to do with my willingness, my open-mindedness, and my honesty. It was only a matter of my willingness I have to do this or I'm not going to make it. There's no other choice for me. Person who asks, how can you be an effective sponsor? Always remember you're beyond human aid. Step one. Always remember you're beyond human aid. So you have to be willing to believe that you will re be restored and you can do this. You have to have patience. You know, that leads us into page 118. Everybody, you there? Be patient. That's a full sentence, Justin. I love that. I'm always like to everyone, that's a capital B E and then patient. There's your sentence. Be patient. That can roll us into a million pages. This is not an overnight matter after we've tried this for a while. So new friends, I'm sorry. If you're like me and Justin, we, we not only know, but we want to be here forever. So that's a fair statement. And then it says, and labor, which is hard work. So how can you be the most effective and loving enthusiastic, sincere, wholehearted sponsor, you can be willing, patient, and work. I'm not going to swear on the podcast, but work your bum bum off, okay? Work your arse off. Do it, please. This is not easy work. You know, that can roll me into so I can speak big book for hours. It's like, that rolls me into pay. I'm like an old lady. That right. That rolls me into page 14, simple but not easy. A price must be paid. The destruction of self. And a friend who asked this question, Google destruction of self. Like what, it, what does destruction mean? Of self, a price. This isn't free. You got to give your life. Like everyone's like, oh, I remember when I came in here, Justin, real quick. I know I'm, I always digress. I guess that's what we'll, we won't get many questions in on one podcast, but we'll be here for a while meaning over episodes. And, and it's like, you know, what is destruction of self? You got, you got to pay a price. This is really radical stuff. This is not for the faint of heart. And I can roll this into many pages where it says, well, let's just, let's just go there on page 152 real quick. Cause this is really what happens. Um, or is it one? Yeah. It says, Page 152, halfway down in that paragraph, is talking about someone who isn't happy about their sobriety. One, two, three, four, five. I, we, oh, we work out of the fourth edition, too, here, everybody, just so you know, the fourth edition. And it's happy about us. Nikki's not happy about her sobriety. 
And I can't picture life without, what is it? Alcohol, then you get rid of the alcohol, then the drugs and the men, the money, the food. Oh, your children leave home to university and you're in a codependent crisis. That someday they'll be un, unable to imagine life with or without it. Then we will know a loneliness as such few do. We will be at the jumping off place. That's suicide, everybody. That's page 30. Many pursued into the gates of insanity or death. So we must believe the book. We must keep up our enthusiasm, our willingness. And, oh, I was going with the labor. This work, this is work. You know, I, I'm going to drop the, hey, if you guys are afraid of the word God, create your own. But Justin and I, we can use that here on Nikki with Noodle or Noodle with Nikki and Justin B. It's like, I work for God. I'm a soldier of God. Love it. Thank you, Nikki. And uh, I think this was a really good first dive into things. And and uh, I'm really grateful to be able to launch launch off into this program of action into this really cool um, project with you, Nikki. And uh, I look forward to doing this for, well, for a long time to come. So before we sign off, one question I really like to ask everybody, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to make this part of this is, do you have any final words of wisdom before we sign off? Well, they're never words of wisdom, everybody. Anything I've learned literally has been taught to me, either by you, all of you here. Like I'm only looking at just on the screen. It's only us. And thank God it will just be the voice because I'm still in my noodle robe. But here it is. It's like, I know nothing. It's just what you guys have told me, what I've learned over 49 years so what will end today, because this is what we do here. We, someone, oh, shared it was a newcomer on Noodle today. And they you said, oh, this really helped because reading the big book line by line, going through it like a book, that didn't work for me and many of my other friends. So I like to take one line and really marinate on it. I like to, sh I'm so, you know, I got a potty mouth sometimes, but it's like, I like to shove it everywhere. Everywhere I can shove it. And, and so the final thought like my friend Jerry Springer, God rest his soul, used to say on his show, some of you kids are too young to know that show, um, is this. Because this is where I had to sit to really get uh, 11 years later to really believe, no. I, I don't even know what to say. Believe, no, accept. I mean, every visceral bone in my body, every cell is like this. Page 417, final thought. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. I mean, that is really radical. And this is my experience, strength, and hope around that. COVID came. That's why this whole thing is born, Noodle with Nikki. And I had to accept that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. I lost my job. I lost all my rights because I did not go with the vaccine mandates. Those aren't outside issues. Those are issues in my world and my experience, strength, and hope. I couldn't see my daughter who lives in California. I couldn't see God sent me a miracle. The man I love in Luxembourg. Some of you know my story. I met a guy in Cuba in Luxembourg. Didn't even know where that country is. We fell in love prior to COVID and then it hit. Two and a half years, I didn't see him and we're more in love because I just got home recently and I'm going back just in soon. Miracles, this program filled with them. So my final thought is I had to really, and thank God I had, I think I had eight years to practice this line because I've been here. I didn't leave. So when the certain trials and low spots came, 
I knew nothing happens in God's world by mistake. See, when someone blows their head off, when someone dies from an overdose, I know that nothing happens in God's world by mistake, that even the sentence before says, everything's exactly the way it's supposed to be, Nikki. It's not easy, Justin. So, I mean, on, on a great note, even the good stuff, I'm meant to like be right here with you. Nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And even the dark days, nothing happens in God's world by mistake. When I believe that with every cell in my body, let's just mic drop it, Justin. Miracles, miracles. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bill W. Thank you, fellows. Thank you, everybody, because this is real exciting. This was a mustard seed dream, Justin Noodle. It was like, I need, not even Noodle, it was a podcast. I need a podcast. I need, I need to be heard. And it wasn't, and I, I, this was years ago, like on a rant of negative things. But now I'm heard through the big book and God, which I didn't even see coming. And then I needed a, the, the podcast. And then it was like, I don't know young people. I don't know any, but Justin, you're, you're not, a, I mean, you're close to my age and you are like a 17 year old child. I was going to have run a podcast. So when I say miracles, we, this all centers in our mind. The mustard seed has just been planted. I love this. I love you. It's the greatest day of my life. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Nikki. And if any of you listening have a question that you would like to ask of Nikki and get big book responses and answers for, please email those to noodlewithnikki at gmail.com. Nikki is spelled N-I-K-K-I. So send that over and it is very likely that we will address that question in a future episode. And for a further serving of noodles, you can find Noodle It Out with Nikki in a live meeting every Monday morning at 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. The link to that Zoom meeting where over 150 other people will be in is in the show notes of this podcast. We will see you there. Remember that um, nothing, absolutely nothing happens in this world by accident. You are listening to this for a reason. Now, what are you going to do about it? Get out there, take action, and we'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.